Hello, welcome to HR Shop Talk. I'm your host, Andrea Adams. This show delves into the details of HR through conversations with smart, experienced, and successful professionals who are actually doing the work. Today, my guest is Michelle Fanouf. Michelle is an expert in resolving workplace concerns. She supports organizations and employees in her varying roles of psychological health and safety advisor, mediator, coach, facilitator, ombudsman, and workplace restoration practitioner. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Andrea. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. Well, glad to have you. So let's dive in. What is workplace restoration and what are its foundational principles? Yeah, so workplace restoration is really an opportunity to uh, support organizations and employees in the workplace who have come across you know, some critical incidents where maybe their own psychological health and safety isn't at its paramount or, you know, there's been something in a sense broken in the workplace. So it's an opportunity for practitioners to come and support to bring, you know, harmony back to the workplace or at least create that working environment that, you know, people can be successful in. Right. And the foundational principles. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, there's a varying amount of principles. I think I'll focus on on three that are probably the most important. The, the first being this opportunity to involve employees or engage employees in the process, right? So it's not to them or for them, but it's really with them. And I think that the second one really is around safety, right? Creating that safe place for employees to feel that they can enter into this. So there's, you know, differing ways that we do that. I think one of the the main ways, which is another one of the principles is around confidentiality. So really creating confidentiality where we're connecting with employees one-on-one, we're really um, helping employees understand what the parameters of confidentiality are in every scenario where we're interacting with them. So how is workplace restoration different from mediation? Yeah, I guess mediation is a piece in in my thought of restoration. So restoration really includes that opportunity to support employees. What does that look like? Does it look like coaching, facilitation, mediation, um, training? Some training could be involved, especially at the leadership level. So mediation is kind of this piece of it, but but the premise is really around, hey, how do we support employees to repair or restore these working relationships, which really is, you know, often the focus of mediation also. So they're, they're linked, but I see it as something bigger. So can you talk about that complexity? What are the steps or process involved in workplace restoration? Yeah, and and because this is often done, you know, in larger groups, groups of 40 or 80, and so that's where I think some of this complexity comes in. But really, we start with this, what we refer to as the organizing phase, so that opportunity to meet with the organization, better understand what the situation is, you know, meet with the union if they're involved, leadership, others, so that we can get a bigger picture of what's happening. And, and who will have to involve. And sometimes in that phase, we're also creating what we refer to as a workplace restoration team. So mm-hmm. different people in the organization at different levels of the organization to help us, you know, 
get that bigger picture, get that whole perspective. And so that's the organizing piece. And then the next phase, the second phase is around assessment. So that's where we're in the workplace, really talking to individuals. We're doing surveys. We're doing focus groups, whatever that looks like for mm-hmm. the situation and this organization. And then the third part is around reporting or recommendations. And, and often, you know, we're not coming in as a, a consultant in a sense. So we're not making recommendations based on here's what you guys should do. It's really more about, hey, what what are we noticing? What are the, the issues here? And often we're putting those in a values-based way because of our background as conflict resolution professionals. So that might look like there's issues around communication, there's issues around trust, transparency, respect, and you know, then we're putting some more detail to that. And really our recommendations are based on how can we support to increase communication going forward? And as a group, you know, getting together and what does that look like so that they can address these issues. And so that's really the big part of that fourth stage is engagement. So those recommendations are based on how are we going to engage this group where people need to feel heard, feel acknowledged, figure out what's going on. And then if they need, if they find there's some missing capacity, maybe say for resolving conflict, then we can look at training. And the last phase, that phase five is really around monitoring. So just, you know, being able to to keep with the group and, and see how things are progressing and if they feel they're achieving their, you know, definition of success, which we would have talked about early on in that organizing phase. Early on, you talked about a team and and having a team of people that you might put in place to, I suppose, assist in the process. What makes a good member of that team? I think it's it's just people in the organization who want to be involved, who want to make a difference. Often it is the people who have the most concerns or have been struggling the most. And we'd like to get, you know, at different levels. So, you know, a leader, a mid-level leader, employee, right? So just have people enough people to get the, the best picture of what's happening in this organization. So can HR professionals who are embedded in an organization do workplace restoration? Yeah, in fact, there have been organizations and larger organizations like larger municipalities who have embedded kind of workplace restoration teams and whether that's within HR or you know under the respectful workplace it's an opportunity for them to be able to step into this work now. Those HR professionals who might be doing workplace restoration uh, you did talk about the independence can they really be effective when they're part of the organization? Well, like I said, Andrea, I think it really depends on the situation. Not every restoration involves a lack of trust with the organization itself. In those cases, I think HR can play a role. That's the main piece, right? Um, If that Mm -hmm. trust is missing, then that makes it really hard. Yeah. And that would be when you'd need to bring in a third party. I would say, yeah, if you want to be successful in, in moving ahead. 
So I can really imagine some of my former clients rolling their eyes at the thought of workplace restoration. These are often the guys who are on the front line and don't often talk about their feelings. So how can HR help move the process along and get buy-in in that kind of environment? For those people, I like to talk about the numbers and the business case and the, the costs of you know, conflict or, or lack of psychological health and safety, um, you know, what their numbers are for long-term disability, short-term disability, mental health leaves. They can see that in these teams. They can see the lack of engagement. They know what's going on. Okay, so can you think of a, a workplace restoration success story and tell us about that and tell us about the impact it can have? Yeah, so I can I can share a story that we worked with a larger group. Um, actually, it was like kind of two groups, two groups of 40 under a, a larger umbrella, and it was more in the construction area. Um, so construction workers, we, we came into the workplace and and certainly a recognition that there's been a lot of history with this group, a lot of grievances, investigations, um, people away on leave, like, you know, just historically lots of conflict and, and incidents and issues. And so we, we came in and just looked at how we could support this organization, spoke with the leaders, got in front of employees, tried to help them understand, you know, the process and what what that looked like um, at the beginning you know people were in a, a mode where they weren't even responding like they indicated well we're not going to say anything in this meeting that they wouldn't even you know enter into a conversation so we went through the process and so we brought back these statement of issues brought it back to the group um, again this was all virtual so we debriefed in in virtual environments where they were in a room together kind of spread out we came in virtually kind of got feedback from them they were at that time up more open to responding and and saying what they thought or yeah this really resonated with me and having leadership there right so leadership heard this and and then going going forward with with these recommendations so co- doing coaching often we reach out to individuals that we know have been highly impacted we provide coaching with them so we we're actually able to do a facilitation where we looked at these issues and we got the group thinking about okay so what what else did we miss and and then you know what are some solutions what can what can you do as an employee what do you think this organization can do and sharing that with all employees but the difference in that group from then to when we could facilitate was was pretty substantial. Okay, um, final question here. If someone wants to explore workplace restoration, where could they get more information about it? They can go to actually my website or um, our institution's websites. Well, at this time, they have lots of information on some upcoming training that we're offering. And, you know, we do have information on the restoration piece. And, and feel free to, to reach out to us at any time. We're happy to discuss that with people. So we've reached the end of this episode. This show is also on YouTube where there's an opportunity to connect with me and other up and coming HR professionals. Thanks for listening. And I'm looking forward to our next opportunity to talk shop.